Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Welcome today, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, whatever day it is and whatever time it is. I hope that you can take a minute or a moment right now, just check in and be able to pay attention to how you're feeling, how your body feels, how you're feeling emotionally. Do you have a little bit of anxiety, maybe in your stomach or in your chest? Are you holding on to some sadness or maybe some grief? Do you have a little bit of pain or tension in your body? Is your mind trying to distract you with thoughts of things that you should be doing or things that you haven't done yet? Are you maybe focused on something that isn't really very helpful? Maybe you're focused on something that you want to change about yourself or about your life. Being aware of what is actually happening. Being aware of our reality in this moment. Allowing ourselves to be really aware of everything that I just mentioned. That's for me personally, one of the ways that I quickly ground my energy when I feel like I may be focused too much on the next thing or worrying about how I did the last thing. If I focus on what is actually happening, the truth of the moment, because I can't be centered in myself or really grounded, like I said, which is what I want to be as much as possible, because then I know that any choices I make, decisions, routes even, <laughs> depending on where I'm driving or walking, all of the choices I make will be from the guidance of my intuition because what I've really found is that if I compartmentalize how I'm feeling, which I feel like is very common. So if you are feeling anxious or a certain amount of grief, upset, if your system is upset, meaning out of balance, a little bit of a, a flag, whatever color you want it to be, but a little flag waving in your nervous system or 
just in your body in general, if it's asking for your attention and you feel like, no, this is not the time, I'll be upset about this later, or, you know, I'll look at that again later, or I'm anxious, but it's okay. I'm just going to, you know, dive forward and keep going. I mean, there's a time and a place for that, especially with, you know, anxiety. You can work through or understand your anxiety better by doing the things that cause you anxiety and realizing, oh, this didn't kill me. My anxiety was wrong. Because most of the time, our expectation is very different from the reality. And usually if it's fear-based, it's not as bad as we had anticipated. But for me, most of the time, when I did not allow myself to feel all of my feelings all the time, which the way I'm even saying that may sound extreme because it was extreme for me when I first started to do it. And by it, I guess I just mean not putting aside time at a later date to allow myself to feel emotions. So instead of being sad later, okay, I'll allow myself to have a good cry later and just ignoring how I felt, I realized that that grief or sadness that I was feeling or any of the uncomfortable emotion that I may have put aside before, I realized that allowing myself to be myself as much as I can in every moment is the only way for me to move through my life without regret or unreal expectations on myself without judgment, I guess. Because pretending that we feel one way when we actually feel a totally different way just for the ease that we think that will help us move through the day or will make the other people that we are with more comfortable maybe. What I've experienced is it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help to hide because then what happens and what can happen is we react to how we're feeling, but the world around us aren't aware of how we're feeling. And then because we've put it away for later or even just buried it because we don't want to deal with it, then we don't even know why we're reacting that way. So, so much confusion can come out of when we hide aspects of ourselves and ourselves that we don't feel are appropriate for whatever we're doing. But what I found is that when we feel the depth of our emotions, when we don't squirrel them away or hide them, when we live our lives, are honest with ourselves, that we are feeling sad or we are grieving, but we're showing up anyway. There's almost like an energetic harmony that happens 
Because then the people that we're interacting with, whether it's at work or our family or friends, they know that whatever difference they're feeling in your energy that day, it's not about them. Because when we lie, which is really what it is when we're hiding how we're feeling, we're kind of lying. And the other person will inherently feel that something is off because it's not just what we say. We know that, we've heard that before many times that, what is it, like 80 or 85% of communication is nonverbal. And that doesn't just mean body language, that's also our energy. So when they pick up like a discord or something very different in how we usually interact with them, if we aren't honest about, yeah, something is different, I didn't sleep last night, or I got some bad news, or anything that disrupted how you normally are with that person. When we don't tell them, then they start to wonder, well, it must have been something that I'm doing. Or they start to imagine, and then they start to judge why you're acting differently. And all of that, all that does is unground both of us, both of the people, you and that person, me and the person. And then that's when misunderstandings happen. That's when things are said that aren't meant to be said, or you didn't even mean, or topics come up that you didn't even mean to touch on, or, or what would usually happen is I would squirrel it all away because I really like that word, squirreling it away. I think that image really works for kind of hiding our emotions because the squirrels take their nuts, they put them in their cheeks, right? From what I've seen. And then they put them away for winter for a later date when they need them. But that's us, or that was me, really controlling my emotions. But when I was doing that, I wasn't actually in control. I wasn't trusting myself enough to be able to handle feeling all of my emotions, especially the tough ones, and still get through my day-to-day -day things, whether it be work or just all the things, all the things we do, that when we're not feeling the way that we normally want to feel, those normal things can feel much more difficult and way more challenging. And then inevitably, I would finally talk to somebody that I felt safe enough with. And then they would ask me how I was doing. And then I wouldn't lie. But because I had ignored it and thought that I had put it away, squirreled it away, it wasn't like I just opened up that cupboard and brought the grief in or the sadness or whatever emotion I was feeling. It was already there. It was just being ignored. So then when I found the safe person, I would 
just burst, you know, burst into tears or immediately have like such a strong emotional reaction because I finally was allowing myself to feel. And that feels like a natural thing because when we are, from my experience and what I've seen with my clients, so not everybody, but I feel like at least one person that's listening because I have to trust that if I'm talking about it, it means somebody needs to hear it. I guess even if it's just me, but I used to think that was really natural. You know, you hold everything in and you try to rationalize like, oh, why I shouldn't be feeling like so much of this. You're trying to manage and in control how we're feeling. And then when we finally allow ourselves to feel it with somebody else, then we almost fall apart, it feels like. Oh, I held it together for so long and I'm finally falling apart. I'm allowing myself to fall apart. And I'm not saying that falling apart is not a way to go. But that was my only way before. Because I wouldn't allow myself to bring in these emotions into my day-to-day life. But when I did, when I realized that every part of us wants to be seen by us, by us, if that makes sense, every part of us wants to be seen by us. So when we ignore an aspect of it, especially if it's a really strong emotion, a really strong feeling that we are almost worried that we're going to fall apart by expressing it. What I did and what I do now and try my best to is I really recognize, okay, today I'm not feeling the way I would want to feel. Today I'm feeling a little worried. Today I'm feeling maybe a little bit sad. Today I'm feeling grief. Today I'm feeling heavy, weighted down by in my shoulders and just by everything in life. If that's what today is, then I allow myself to feel that way. And I know that that doesn't stop my whole world because it's life. We're meant to move through these things. We're meant to let other people know that we feel these things and not in a incredibly deep, detailed, confessional way, but because everybody's felt this way, the way, certain ways, different emotions, different feelings. Everybody has. They're not unique to you. They're not unique to me. Maybe the experience of why we're feeling that way is unique. But most likely there's multiple people that you know that have also felt that way. And even if they're more of a stranger, they know what it is to feel sad. They know what it is to feel ah, a little off. 
Not a hundred percent. Other people, other human beings, understand that. And you're not asking them for advice or fix anything. You're not asking them for anything. Maybe you even allow them to feel compassion or even empathy. I really have seen lately and experienced for myself that the more we feel our true emotions and let other people know what we're going through, even on the surface, just a little, a little insight, it helps other people to understand how they might be feeling. And then it gives them more awareness to look around at their friends and family, maybe to see how they're feeling. Okay, it's a lot of feelings, but the number one thing that being really honest with our feelings and how we're feeling to the world, just in a very natural way, as natural as saying, I'm hungry or I'm thirsty, then that actually shows that we trust ourselves, that we're the safe place, that we trust ourselves enough to feel those heavy, deep emotions, the feelings that we would normally wait to feel as if we have that kind of power. It's allowing those feelings to do what they need to do, which is to move. Because those feelings are energy. Those feelings are in our energy. And it can be such a strong energy, such a strong emotion that it can feel like it could knock us off of our center, that it could make us fall apart. But it's the weight of it is strong because it's a lot of energy, a lot. It's holding a lot. And then when you trust yourself enough to move along that energy because it's just part of you and part of your natural state, because natural does not always mean good and happy, it can also mean unbearable and tragic. Or most likely something in between. Then the falling apart isn't so scary because you're not already living in pieces. So you know that you can come back together again. Trusting ourselves enough that we are whole enough to temporarily break apart, but that we are never truly broken. We just get moved around a little bit or sometimes moved around a lot, shaken up by life, by tragic things, by unfortunate things, by natural cycles, by life and death. But it's part of it. It's a new way that I 
have been living the last while, of just going with the flow, but with my really tough feelings, just bringing them along. Where today is just going to be one of those days where I feel a certain way, and that's okay. There's nothing to control. There's no way we should be. The only thing that we can do is be ourselves, our whole selves, to feel our whole feelings. And then that actually makes whatever we're going through, it creates much more ease with it. Because we aren't making some kind of origami out of when and where and how and who we can trust with our feelings. Because we trust ourselves. And if it makes other people uncomfortable, that's for them to feel. And squirreling away how I was feeling, I was trying to control how the people around me were feeling. I thought I knew what my feelings would do to their feelings. And it just gets so mixed up. Where of course I can't do that. Because whatever we assume is not reality. And we're also not responsible for how other people feel. So there's this really beautiful relief that I found in just feeling however I'm feeling, being honest about it with myself and with the people around me. Instead of what has happened in the past when I've been going through certain really tough times, I would do the thing that I committed to do, whether it would be work or some kind of social thing. And I would be more outside of myself, kind of watching outside of it, wanting to just get through it. Like, okay, look, I'm doing it. It's okay. I just have to get through the next minute, get through the next hour, which is a coping mechanism. But this is not about psychology or coping mechanism. It's really just about being honest and being whole and showing up as your full person every day, even if it's not exactly the way that you would want to be. Because then the rest of the world around you might not feel so unsupportive. It might not feel so uncertain. The constant worrying that may be the most challenging thing to move with through the day. Maybe you can look at it in a different way or from a different perspective. I know that worry for me has been kind of a default in my life. And when it's not that full on anxiety of fear of your nervous system being in that fight or flight, when it is that nagging worry that surrounds us through the day. I know that that is definitely common 
And I did shift my perspective on the constant dialogue of worry that used to just run through my day. And I wanted to share how I help myself to remember that. And it's just a few things that I wrote down, but I find them really helpful. And I wrote them by allowing my intuition to tell me why I was worrying so much. Instead of just stopping at, well, uncertainty is hard and so my mind just tries to make sense of it, so the worry makes me feel safe. There's all those classic reasons that are still valid for sure, but my intuition told me these things and I hope that you find them helpful too. So I asked myself if I was worried about a certain thing and then I gave myself a shift of perspective on that specific worry by tuning in to my intuition. And there are four questions based on the themes that my worries usually take on. So the first question is, are you worried about the future? Well, congratulations. You love yourself enough to want a bright future. Are you worried about your health? Congratulations. You want to live. Are you worried about your family and your friends? Congratulations. You are capable of love. You have opened your heart. And lastly, are you worried that your loved ones will leave you? Well, congratulations again. Because you are loved. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. If you have any thoughts or questions, don't hesitate to send me a message through my website, treenlight.com, or through my Instagram, at treenlight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T. I will be opening space for three more clients in October, and I always offer a free clarity session to see how I can support you and what our work together would look like. And I'll also leave all those links in the show notes. Hugely appreciated if you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you feel called to give some support, then please share this episode with a friend. Or you can also leave a review if you feel called to. Thank you again so much for spending your time with me and with Lana today. Be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you next week.